Welcome to Hoops Zooted, the show that combines your two favorite things, weed and basketball. Pack a bowl, grab a seat, and join Evan and Colin as they get high and talk about Lakers basketball and whatever else comes to their wandering brains. Light it, don't hide it. Welcome, welcome everyone. It is Evan tonight, just Evan tonight. Um, yeah, it, we were going to, on Friday we were going to record and I was going to have the, in, the entire Purple and Gold Mines crew, but, um, you know, things fell apart, you know, um, you know, one of them ended up being traveling, so it was initially just going to be four, and then two of them got sick, and that didn't happen, and then um, when we sat down to record on friday with the two you know i i had had been i had been having trouble with my mic on my computer and so i moved it over to my old computer um thinking that things were going to be fine and that ended up being a disaster because my old computer just didn't have the speed to handle a lot of that and sort of all kinds of lag and just so we ended up scrapping that recording and just not going with it so Anyway, you know, here we are, you know, Lakers just won. And, you know, I, I also just decided to give Colin the night off tonight, um, you know, because I, I just I, I had a bunch of things I wanted to say. And, you know, we didn't get to do our recording Friday. You know, I still wanted to get something out and, you know, get my thoughts out and everything like that. But anyway, you know, we've we had it actually pretty good week this week. You know, we were four and one this week, you know, and two games above 500, eight and six now. And, you know, just got to watch, you know, a great, you know, down to the wire win. You know, we just won 105 to 104 against the Rockets. And, you know, great game. Austin hit the, um, the go ahead three and, excuse me, had a chance to ice it um, with two free throws. Um, ended up only hitting one of the two, two free throws, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, Houston then tied it again. They fouled LeBron. LeBron hit one of two free throws with 1.9 seconds left. Houston had no timeouts left. Um, Dylan Brooks tried to throw up a three at the end to win it, but missed and Lakers come out victorious 105 to 104. So, you know, I feel like, you know, this, this team really made good incremental progress and, you know, they're not, they're not, um, you know, cooking yet, but I feel like the pan is starting to sizzle a little bit. So, you know, good signs, good signs, you know, there's still a lot to work on for sure. Um, you know, uh Braun, especially, you know, he's had some issues. And, you know, I also like to address some of this too, you know, um, you know, because there's a lot of people that have given me a hard time on the timeline for um criticizing LeBron for these things, you know, and you know, the funny thing is I'm not the only one. Um, there's plenty of other people, you know, monitoring his stats and keeping up with this stuff that, you know, have pointed this out as well but you know he's 
he's been terrible at boxing out and you know it's been a big big glaring issue because the entire team has been terrible bo at boxing out and you know i i felt like in a lot of ways it was showing that um you know he's not leading by example and you know a lot of people, you know, want to criticize me for that because they, they don't want me to criticize LeBron in any way. And, you know, I think that they have to understand that, you know, that nobody's perfect and I'm not, you know, criticizing him because I dislike him or anything like that. I'm criticizing him because it's, it's true. It's right in front of our faces. We can see it. And I'm sure he can see it too. And I'm sure he's looking at it in game tape and he's criticizing it himself. So I think everybody needs to kind of just relax a little bit about that. And, you know, I, I don't understand a lot of this sand culture that just feels this need to, you know, defend a player's honor at every, every step. It just gets a little out of control. So anyway, just wanted, just wanted to say that a little bit, um, you know, and talk about that, but, you know, tonight, LeBron really looked great. You know, he, he was his amazing offensive self as usual. Um, but he seemed to have tightened that up quite a bit. And he really tightened up the turnovers tonight too, you know, because that, that was another issue was that he'd been turning over the ball a lot. And, you know, these are fair criticisms. And it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't diminish his greatness in any way, you know. And, and I also don't, like everybody who wants to excuse him, you know, just because he's 39 years old, um, you know, because he, he can still play this game at a high level. We've all seen it. He's capable. He knows he's capable. And I'm sure he expects just as much out of himself. And like I said, I'm sure he's watching these game films and he's just as critical of himself, you know, as, as I am of being him and probably even more critical of himself, I would imagine. So, you know, part of what we're doing here, you know, is having conversations and there shouldn't be any problem with us, you know, giving constructive criticism to a player, you know, because if there are parts of their game that they're, you know, coming up short with, there's, there's no problem with, with criticizing their game. You know, I have no problem criticizing, you know, Austin or D'Lo and they're, they're two of my favorite players on the team right now. And, you know, a lot of people have been criticizing them and I don't, you know, feel this need to jump on the timeline and, you know, cape up for them at every point. You know, it just, it seems a little ridiculous, you know, like just own up to it. They played bad and, you know, they need to do better. And, you know, Austin, Austin seems to be getting his mojo back a little bit. You know, he's, he's still having some issues, but, you know, I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that, you know, he's getting scouted regularly now, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's become a little bit tougher, you know, now that people know, and it's, he's not sneaking up on people and surprising people and, you know, people know what to expect from him now and know where his spots are and are doing a good job of trying to keep him away from it. So, you know, but, you know, he's he's slowly adjusting and he had a he had a nice night tonight, you know, hit that, 
you know, critical three there at the end, you know, and, you know, almost completely iced the game for us. But, you know, anyway, good progress for this team. Like I've, like I said at the beginning, you know, I, I like the incremental progress that this team has made. You know, it's, it's been a little slow, of course, you know, we, we'd all like it to be a lot better, you know, but, you know, given the circumstances and where we are in the West, not too bad. So here sitting at eight and six, you know, two games above 500, um, you know, hopefully, you know, next game is Utah. It's a tournament game. And, you know, I feel like this tournament has really helped motivate this team so much. And, you know, like I, I was a detractor of the tournament to begin with, but, you know, I've, I've really come to enjoy it. The, the games have been really entertaining and, you know, so it's, it's really won me over. And, you know, I think that, you know, LeBron and, you know, AD has even spoken to the press himself talking about the money, you know, being like a motivator. And, you know, here we are, we're 4-0 in the group and ready to play Utah. You know, they're 3-1, and you know. So we're sitting at, alone at the top of that group. And, you know, we, we beat... Utah will, you know, will have top seeding in that group. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited, and I think that they'll, you know, they'll be motivated. And you know, that's the thing that I also appreciate about this tournament is that it's given the Lakers this like extra motivation here in November that they seem to not be able to get with a lot of other games. So, um, thank you NBA for making the Lakers care about some games in November. It's it's. <laughs> it's nice in that respect. Um, so anyway, you know, like I said, it's it's been a good week, you know, and things are looking up. You know, it's we did have a slow start, but you know, like look on the bright side. And you know, I'm I, I I'm not going to console you with the uh, you know at least we're not two and ten because I'm sure nobody wants to hear that shit. So you know, but just you know. We are making good progress, but there's still a lot of work to do. And there's still a lot of things, you know, that need to be cleaned up. And, you know, people have plenty of things to complain about on the timeline. So, yeah, don't, don't like interpret this as saying that, you know, that everything is rosy and like, you know, we're all the way there, you know, because we're a long way away, you know. I did predict this game, this team to win 62 games. And yes, you know, 54 more to go. So long way to go. <laughs> but, you know, I, I still believe in the core of this team, you know. So anyway, you know, moving on, you know, let's, we could talk a little bit, you know. I think, you know, there's a subject that, you know, Colin and I seem to talk about every week. And it's always about drama. Yes, yes. And a little telenovela introduction there for 
talking about James Harden now. So, <laughs> yes, because the drama, the drama continues with the Clippers, you know, the never ending saga, you know, and it's gotten, it's gotten really kind of, you know, bittersweet. You know, Russ this week volunteer, volunteered, volunteered in quotes. Um, yeah, because a lot of us aren't so sure of, you know, whether or not he volunteered. Um, yeah, you know, I have my doubts. Uh, you know, coerced might might be a better word, but, you know, only they know. Uh, so anyway, that's that's how it was reported. It was reported as that he was he had volunteered to go to the bench. So so anyway, like to me, my first reaction was like kind of one of sadness like russ really had this team cooking before harden showed up and i felt like if this was really going to work harden should have been the one to go to the bench um you know russ and pg play really well together their speeds match well together you know and i think that you could have brought Harden off the bench and done your best to then try and match his minutes with Kawhi because at least him and Kawhi play at more of the same speed, you know, and that that could have worked a little bit better. But now you have Russ coming off the bench and, yeah, and now, you know, immediately we're getting a lot of um, leaks from inside, you know, talking about what's going on and talking about how they didn't believe in Russ and you know James Harden is potentially their replacement for him, and you know it just it just breaks my heart for Russ. He he loves this game so much. He gives so much to it. I'm I'm still heartbroken that it didn't work out here with the Lakers. I mean, for so many reasons. You know, I I really wanted it to work out when Russ came here, and you know, it's. It's, it, it was terrible it didn't and so just seeing this happen you know over the same thing happening all over again here with the clippers it's really depressing and you know my initial reaction is kind of want to be like you know because because just be a little ghoulish about it and kind of laugh and you know make jokes about like you know Steve Ballmer, the, you know, the king of toilets flushed his own team and, you know, but like the other side of the coin is like, it's just really sad what they've done to Russ here now. And, you know, like, I, I just don't, I don't think it's going to work out. And I think, you know, like I've already seen, you know, on the timeline, a lot of the Russ stands are also really unhappy today you know because you know and i don't blame them like you know it obviously they didn't believe in him and you know it's yeah as much as he gave them it's it's really kind of shameful it's really shameful so yeah and you know they did finally get their first win when russ went to the bench you know because they've been on a losing streak so you know um, you know, there's going to be people that are going to be like, Oh, it, it worked. But like, you know, that's, that's, that's one game. Let's, let's, let's see, you know, because I, I think taking Russ out of the equation, 
you know, could long-term definitely, you know, hurt this team's chances. And, you know, this team still, in a lot of ways, is just kind of a collection of pieces as opposed to a team. And I think until they kind of figure out how to be more of a team, and, you know, it's going to be tough with, with four stars like that, you know, and good luck. Good luck with Russ um, uh, on the bench now. And he's already, you know, unhappy and, you know, didn't talk to the press after this first game. And, you know, sure, a lot of people are going to, you know, a lot of the Russ stands may jump on me for getting at this, but like it, you know, it speaks to a lot of something, you know, he's, he's not happy. And like, he was happy before this and it's just, yeah, like, what in the world are the Clippers doing? And, you know, they saw, you know, right next door last year, what happened when, when we sent him to the bench and didn't keep him happy. And, you know, one game and it's already happened with them. So, oof, you know, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Anyway, um, you know, we move on now. You know, the Warriors, their losing streak continues. That's now six in a row that they've lost. You know, and, you know, part of this is because Draymond, you know, had to be suspended for quite a few games. You know, but a big part of this is that, you know, Steph is pretty much their entire offense. You know, I, I've been, you know, making jokes with people that like, you know, it's no longer the Splash Brothers. It's, you know, the Splash Brother and Clay is now a Mist Brother. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it's the way it is. Like, you know, everybody declines. Father Time is undefeated, you know. And they've, this, this offense of theirs just depends so much completely on staff that you know that's that's a lot to ask that's a heavy lift especially in the western conference you know with a defending champion that's got so much size and so much length that everybody is trying to you know conquer and you know the warriors the warriors in my opinion are in a lot of trouble you know and Losers are six straight now. It's it's pretty obvious. Like, you know, six and two to now six and eight. Just like that. You know, that's that's how fast things can happen here in the NBA. You know, the, a streak like that, you know, you can go from top to bottom real quick. You know, so anyway, the and Draymond, you know, like I just feel like at this point in his career. Like he just doesn't have it anymore. And it's just, it's also kind of sad because like, it feels like he's just resorting to being a bully at this point. And, you know, the, the choking of Rudy Gobert was completely unnecessary and just, I mean, over the top. And it was, it, we, I think we could all agree that it looked like he was just dying to do that. Just like waiting for his opportunity. So and it's just, 
you know, you're a great player. You've got a great legacy, Draymond. And just to see you continue to tarnish it with just foolish, terrible things like this, it's it's really, yeah. It's it's frustrating and annoying, you know, even as a, as a Laker fan, like, you know, but just as somebody who loves basketball, like, I, I yeah, because I also like Draymond, you know, I I like him as a personality. He's he's an interesting personality. You know, he has a lot to say. You know, he's never afraid to speak his mind. I, I like him, but he needs to chill the fuck out. Good God. <laughs> you know just being serious here you know and then you know i think we also need to be real here like well be real here but like let's talk about like the something that's not so real too like maybe the curse of cp3 is it's a real thing you know <laughs> like i mean everywhere everywhere he goes he gets so close and you know they they looked like they had some something good going here. You know, he was bringing like eight or nine assists coming off the bench, and you know, Warriors looked like hey, you know, maybe they did figure it out. But but it was still all Steph. You know, it was kind of smoking beers because Steph was doing all the offense. You know, but anyway, you know, they're best right now, and you know, my my condolences to the Warriors. Um, you know. When your dynasty dies, it is difficult. You know, I've I've seen it happen three times, and yeah, it's it's it was difficult to watch every time. So, so anyway, <laughs> no, no, I, I, just being a little smug. That's okay, you know. But it's all love, Warriors fans. It's all love, Warriors fans. Anyway, you know. Now on to, you know, a little bit about the Suns, you know, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, he's out for three weeks now, you know, and it's a back injury. And, you know, I don't know any of you that ever hurt your back, but it's, it's super debilitating and, you know, it can be super chronic and, you know, hard to treat and hard to take care of, hard to hard to get better basically so yeah like you know sons invested a lot in this in this big three and you know beal has had injury injury issues the past few years and yeah it looks does not look good for them right now and you know i'm i'm starting to wonder if you know if these injuries are going to end up ending Beal's career too. It's really kind of sad in that respect too. Um, you know, so anyway, you know, because I, I feel like Phoenix without that big three, they're not as scary. You know, if they've got that big three, that offense can be so good that I think it can compensate for a lot of their um, defensive issues. Uh, you know, I, I still don't see them as a, you know, deep playoff team without some sort of improvement on defense. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, really unfortunate, you know, that had to happen to Bradley and, you know, 
back injuries are just the worst. Just, uh, I, I injured my back years ago and, you know, it took me years to get it better. And, you know, you know, I stretch it like regularly these days and it, it's pretty good these days. And, you know, I'm very careful about how I lift things too. And because yeah, back, back pain is, is debilitating and it's terrible. So anyway, um, you know, that's that's about a, that's about all I got this week for um, you know NBA talk. You know, since it's just me, but you know, I wanted to get up here and say some things. Um, you know, I I do want to talk also a little bit about um, Snoop Dogg. Uh, you know, he tweeted out on Twitter. Well, on Twitter, I'm still going to call it Twitter. Sorry, I'm not going to call it X. That's that's just silly to me. Like, sorry, you know. Like I'm a Gen Xer and I, I still like, I kind of despise that term, like Gen Xer and like, you know, the whole like extreme like connection and all that. So like, anyway, <laughs> losing my train of thought on that one. But anyway, um, you know, back to, back to Snoop Dogg, you know, he announced um, that he has quit smoking you know, and put out a thing, you know, like, you know, please, um, I can't remember the exact wording, but, you know, please, please be patient with me. Please be patient with me in this difficult time or anything. So, so anyway, you know, I, I tweeted back, um, you know, we at Hoop Suited actually, you know, we were sad to hear this, but we do support this wholeheartedly, you know, because, you know, for a couple of reasons, you know, for one, like if he is really quitting, you know, like we all get acknowledge, like, you know, we, we love marijuana, but like putting smoke in your lungs is not the, not the best thing in the world for you. So, you know, and as you get older, like, yeah, you'll want to smoke a little bit less anyway. And so, you know, for that reason, you know, if he really is quitting, you know, and just, and most likely just going to edibles, because that's the other thing he's, did just say he just quit smoking, you know, but didn't say anything about the edibles. So anyway, um, you know, and then the other reason, um, gosh, lost my train of thought here for a second there. I'm here. Let me take a sip. That was getting a little dry in the mouth. And again, you know, that's, it's one of the nice things about having somebody else here, you know, to talk to too, is you get that little break to take a sip or take a smoke or, you know, and yeah, I never mentioned that at the beginning. I hadn't, hadn't taken my, I'd already smoked before this, you know, I was smoking a little cherry AK 47, you know, cause didn't want to smoke during this cause it's just me. Cause I figured it would be a little, you know, awkward to have just a little bit of dead air while I take a hit. And then, you know, maybe a few coughs and, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway you know back to what i was saying you know and then the other reason yes now i remember now i remember that losing my train of thought yeah sometimes i just need to talk to myself but the other reason that you know i support this wholeheartedly with with snoop is that i think i know what he's doing i think he's about to launch a line of edibles <laughs> so yes very smart very shrewd way to bring attention attention to himself 
and you know nice marketing move so I, I i have a feeling that like in the next week or so maybe around christmas time or something you know there's going to be some sort of special edibles announcement from snoop so i think that that's what that's all about so anyway you know but if you are really quitting smoking you know um you know hats off to you snoop you know someday we you know we all got to quit someday like i said putting smoke in your lungs is not the greatest thing in the world you know i'll you know i'll quit someday myself um you know but you know probably still do edibles you know because <laughs> so anyway anyway that's that's a um you know about it um you know we always wrap up you know with one final thing so you know um but there's only me but i'm gonna i'm gonna do the intro and it's gonna be a little different than than normally what we do so here we go So anyway, so I since I don't have anyone here to toss it to, um, you know, about and and do our little historical stoner circle fun. Um, I'm going to talk about, you know, my stoner Mount Rushmore. You know, for me, you know, I have to start, of course, with my two favorite stoners of all time. Um, guys that have been making me laugh since I was probably about 14 years old, even before I knew about weed. Um, and, you know, well, I shouldn't say knew about weed, but before I was doing weed. Um, but Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong, I just, I love those two guys. They, they are so funny. And, you know, to me, they are, kings kings of stoners and you know it's great to see that they're still doing their thing they're still going you know and you know tommy has beat cancer thanks to thanks to marijuana you know so ghost stoners those those two like are at the top they're my mount rushmore and then of course you know we got snoop dog you know snoop's just you know one of the one of the greatest stoners of all time and then my fourth is willie nelson you know i i've loved willie nelson since i was a kid you know loved his music and you know so if i could ever get get high with the four of them that would be the most epic time of my life that would be like bucket list complete like you can whatever happens after that i can die happy kind of moment you know so so anyway, like if any of you have a, you know, stoner Mount Rushmore, um, you know, please let me know in the comments, you know, I'm, I'm curious. So anyway, um, you know, it's, it's been great again, talking to everybody and, you know, 
hope you don't mind that it's just me this week, you know, um, and we'll be back next week, you know, with, with me and Colin, you know, possibly a guest, uh, you know, we still haven't figured that out, but, you know, we'll be back next week. Um, we will, you know, hopefully record on Friday. Um, you know, we're still working through Thanksgiving, so we'll, we'll still have content for you guys next week. Um, but anyway, till then, uh, hope you guys all have a great time and stay zooted. In the history of mankind, men have been called out and written up millions of times over. But only one man was written up for, and I quote, making barnyard noises and wouldn't stop. Rest in power, my friend. Washiko.